title given to Christ, Philippians 2.11. And my name translates in the Hebrew language as Yahweh. So I went on the Amazon Prime. I was like, you know what, let me see if there are any documentaries on Yahweh. So went in the search bar, typed in Yahweh. That came up. Went out and shared it on my platform. That was my night. In terms of the backlash or what people call it, uh, we're in 2022. History is not supposed to be hidden from anybody. And I'm not a divisive person when it comes to religion. I, I embrace all walks of life. You see it on all my platforms. I talk to all races, all cultures, all religions. And my response would be, um, it's not about educating yourself on what Semitism is and what anti-Semitism is. It's really about learning the root words of where these come from and understanding that this is an African heritage that is also belonging to the people. Baby. We in here. Yeah, we in here. Y'all better get comfortable with saying black. We in here. Yeah, we in here. Black versus the Board of Education. That's why we are indeed a whole mood. That's it. everybody happy happy monday it is october 31st for some of those who are out there celebrating today uh don't mind my bed clothes i'm just in here chilling uh but for those of us <laughs> out there celebrating today uh, other y'all uh it is what they know as halloween, halloween. Uh, i don't do halloween uh, <laughs> but i'm glad uh you know i'm gonna be in the house tonight with my lights off so don't come to my house looking for candy i ain't got none <laughs> um <laughs> But we welcome you into this place. We are talking about tricks or treats, get into the bag. And as you saw, our opening video, and we're going to jump into that in a moment. But before I do that, you know, I always got to kick it to my co-host. So let me go over here and start with uh, the chick from the craft. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Jada. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, ho. My name is Jada. I am a homeschooled senior here in the Sacramento area, and it's so good to be back. Now, let me let me go back to Jada. Just zoom out a little bit. Because this chick got on some doggo fishnets. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> she over there trying to channel Morris Day in the time. Uh-uh, not the zoom up. <laughs> the zoom up. Okay, fishnets. All hey, right, I all right. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad that you 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 got it together today. What's up, Miss Keela? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Keela. Um, college student here at BYLP. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, welcome to the party. Uh, Mr. Jalen. Yes, sir. It's uh... My name is Jalen. Um, I'm a college student, and uh, I'm excited for this podcast. Are you excited? It's going to be a really good one. I, I'm excited, I can feel it. too. I can feel it. it. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. We got to get into it. Okay, we're going to get into it. We're going to try to throw in a little bit of here and there. Uh, but before we do that, where's Sam? Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi. My name is Sam. I'm in 12. I'm in 12th okay. grade. Okay. I mean, sixth grade. Oh, I about to say, you was in the 12th grade. Good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome back. And where's Melissa? Is she here? Is Melissa on there? Oh, there she is. Oh, Millie. Hey, guys. Hi. Julia's serving out. Wait, wait. You see see the pick out the side of it? Oh, yeah. She caught the pick. Thank you. Yes. Roll out. Well, go ahead and introduce yourself, love bug. 
Hi guys, my name is Melissa. I am in the 11th grade in Los Angeles, California, and my costume, I am a Black Panther from the Black hey! Panther Party. Oh, representing it, and, and that's not the the animal. She's actually one of the activists, or what else would you call it? Uh, yeah, activists, Black Panther Party. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm looking. I'm liking the Kathleen Cleaver wig. I mean, thank I'm, you. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get started, I also want to send a big shout out to Miss E. It was her birthday over the weekend. Hey, Miss Exquisitive, happy birthday to you. <laughs> We had a funky good time in the Bay Area, and um, yeah, it was all that. All right, and then c coming up this weekend, y'all, we are headed to camp. Oh, yes, I'm time. so excited. I'm what excited. are you excited about? Uh, I'm excited about one getting out of the house for the weekend, <laughs> but I'm also excited about making new friends. Um, I heard we have some new activities this year, so I'm looking forward to that because I know nothing about Cabin War, so <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, we're going to see uh, Mr. Delea in there competing with folks. He don't know it yet, but you see, you saw his face when I said that. <laughs> Kayla, what are you looking forward to camp-wise? Man, I'm trying to meet my new friends. I'm trying to get some new activities going on. And y'all remember, I said y'all not going to catch nothing but a cold if y'all come up there half-dressed. So y'all make sure you dress. Don't dress like Jada in the That's not going to help. <laughs> and Jalen, what are you looking forward to, I'm Kim? Looking, I'm looking forward to facilitating friendship, you know? Come on, facilitate you know, I'm trying facilitate. to facilitate friendship because it's the best place to to find friends. That's right. You know what I'm so we are taking over 100 Black students to uh, Hack the Woods this time. This is our last camp uh of the oh, year uh, there was some folks thought they was gonna come see us in, in the springtime uh that's not a thing uh so <laughs> um hopefully if you are in the building you know uh that we are going to do it and do it real real big so Whole we look forward move, to that baby absolutely <laughs> and then uh another thing that we have coming up we are going to be screening black panther 2 for the community oh i'm so excited Oh my gosh, it's I'm gonna excited. be so emotional. What kind of forever? It's gonna be so emotional you know, for me. I, I'm I'm a reserve my judgment. I hope it was. I mean, I'm 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 sad that Chadwick is no longer yeah, here too. to in, you know embody his role. Yeah. Um, and, but you guys know my favorite character was Killmonger. Yeah. Um, oh so and he kind of wasn't there. He was wasn't there at the end of the uh the first film. So maybe they'll bring him back. Hopefully. Hopefully. I, I would love to I see that and see how he. Uh, I would love would to see the, back on I would the love screen. to see how the. The theater will scream. Oh my yeah. gosh! I will melt. Oh, it's 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 on. It's gonna get <sighs> crazy in there. If he Do y'all know what y'all wearing? A uh, white. I'm wearing I'm anything white because you anything white. To. Yeah. Why? Well, because in the trailer, a whole bunch of people wore white oh, on yeah, that big celebrate. Yeah, on the yeah. funeral, it was like the celebratory, but like kind of oh. still sad. Yeah. No, I didn't yeah. see the trailer. So yeah, let people sad. know, pop out in white for the I'm black. I'm not wearing white. Me, uh, that's not my people. ministry to wear white. Uh, <laughs> I I get dirty way too quick. Well, don't get dirty. <laughs> nope, I'm gonna wear my hoodie that says Killmonger was right. Um, that's oh. what I'm going to be in. Uh -oh. Um, and it just is what it is. <laughs> and Melissa, I saw that. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> it's all good so let's transition because you guys saw it's the white for you <laughs> whatever miss e whatever um so you guys saw the opening trailer uh, apparently folks are yet again mad at Kyrie Irving for like something always. he did first it was what flat earth flat earth um then it was the fact Vaccine. that he wouldn't get vaccinated now they're mad because he shared um 
a picture of a documentary that's that's screening on Amazon Prime, I think it mm-hmm. is. Amazon Prime. Um, do you think that people should be coming down so hard on him just for sharing information? There was no commentary attached to it. It was just him sharing this social media post um, about the movie. And Melissa's already, you know, rolling her eyes. So I'm going to kick it to Millie first. What you talking about, girl? People will always have, will always find a reason to say anything about anybody, whether you're famous or popular in the media or not, someone's always going to have something to say. So as long as whatever you're doing, you're doing it with your chest and you're doing it because that's the person that you are. He was sharing information, trying to help people be educated. Like if, as long as you do what you're doing with your chest and you do it because that's the person you are. It doesn't matter what other people say because they're always going to have something to say, whether it's positive or negative. Do you think, though, um, and I'll kick it to Sam, do you think that people should be kind of judging him as a person based on what he's sharing or uh, deciding to share on his platform? Um, uh, my thoughts may not come out like congested because I just woke up, so that's just mm-hmm. good. so kind of still tired. Um, I don't think I don't think you should um judge his character off of one post, off of one social media post, off the off of one tweet without any context behind it, or without him defending himself or talking about it. It's just like a poster. I don't think. There should automatically be judgment behind that. Mm. And I think, go ahead, Sam. I think it's kind of presumptuous to just think that it it had ill intent behind it. Mm. Jada, this kind of reminds me of like um, I think I had heard about it. I know the phrase, and I know it was used towards LeBron, I believe, when they told him to just shut up and mm-hmm. dribble. Mm. Yep, That's Lori. what this kind of reminds me of, where Kyrie Irving is held to this really like he's basically a celebrity he's held to this really high standard and I feel like when people who have admired him for so long he comes out and he makes a post simply because he wants the world to be educated it's as if he can't do that because he's at such a high post and he wants to and people think that oh you should want to keep like your reputation like you don't want to get involved in this kind of stuff and I feel like this is sort of backlash on him and I feel like in general if any celebrity kind of posted this it would give them backlash because the world doesn't like to be educated on things when it comes to racial matters because it makes people uncomfortable and in a resort or in a result for people being uncomfortable or Kyrie Irving making people uncomfortable he got backlash for it do I think he should have no, absolutely not. Like, it doesn't hurt to be educated on this stuff. And I feel like you could have took, people in general could have took that information and, you, like, kind of educated themselves and took it as a learning moment. But instead, they want to turn away from it and close their ears. And I just think that's ignorant. Mm. Keela. Um, kind of like what everyone was saying, just at the end of the day, like, it's just information put, getting put out. And at the end of the day, it's freedom of speech. You mm. can say what you get to say. So I don't see why people backlash and do all these other things. And that's that's interesting that you say that because freedom of speech, does does it apply only to some people or right. is it applying to all people? Jalen? seems like it's applying to some people. It's, suge- it's subjective freedom of speech as, you know. But back on this. So 
the after this whole incident came out, the the Brooklyn Nets owner came out and was like, basically threw Kyrie under the bus and was like, hey, well, yeah, what he said was anti-Semitic and he needs to be held accountable for it. So then he comes out and says that at the presser. And now anytime you look up his name, everybody's just like, he's a free thinker. He's he wants to be a he wants to be this free thinker, but doesn't have a he doesn't know what to change. And they're just bashing him. They've been bashing him since he came out with his I think the world is flat mm. thing. So anytime that he's in the the spotlight, it's usually always negative. If he says anything at all, they're just like, oh, yeah, you know what? It's just Kyrie being, he thinks he's the smartest person in the room. It's so stupid because they use that logic for Kyrie, but when it comes to Kanye, he's a genius for some reason. That just, that just what, that's what that made me think of. Mm. <laughs> well, what I would say is we just have to understand that he put up a picture. He put up a picture and yep. put no content, no mm-hmm. no content or no caption on it. Mm-hmm. And the picture is of a documentary that's streaming. Um, it's called Hebrew Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. And that's all he posted. That's it. And from there, it delved into this thing about, um, I'm going to read you the NBA statement. Hate speech of any kind is unacceptable and runs counter to the NBA values of equality, inclusion, and respect. We believe we all have a role to play in ensuring such words or ideas, including anti-Semitic ones, are challenged and refuted, and we will continue working with all members of the NBA community to ensure that everyone understands the impact of their words and actions. Why the whole statement? It just seems pretty ridiculous. Like, why? Melissa, what do you think? I don't even know what to think. I was going to say, have they, I haven't seen the documentary, but like, have, has anyone who's judging him seen it? Facts. I like, would say no. <laughs> yeah. I read yeah, the book. Like, uh, they just like probably the, went into the book and spark, note, spark noted it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, really? if they, how are you judging someone based off? And they said it's an idea, but I, there's a very fine line between hate speech, like they were saying, and, and freedom of speech. And I don't, I think he, there was nothing. He didn't even say anything. They're saying, That's oh, what I'm saying. He, yeah. he said nothing. He posted something to try and educate people. And if they were to take the time to watch the documentary, maybe they would see that it's going against whatever they're thinking. I personally haven't seen it, but I don't that then I, that wouldn't be my place to judge what he's saying because I haven't seen it. But does it make you curious to watch anybody Absolutely. on yeah, here? Does it make Absolutely. you curious? Like, why? I don't understand what the whole problem is, because. I read the book. The book was a very good book. It was a, a book to the black community. And pretty much, if you're not black, stay out of our business. I don't understand what, what the problem is. And, and I think people. that, you know, I agree with Miss Tawana in the comments. You know, yes, there is a price you pay for being a public figure. And, you know, for the likes, the views and the shares, I understand all that. But at what point do we start to push back? on the idea that we can't learn something else because we know the history they've been teaching in schools is fabricated. Yeah. What if this is something that contains true and accurate history? Right. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, how do you know, unless you do your research and you, you look at it and I was on Twitter because I, you know, I'd be on Twitter sometimes and I was um, reading something that the author of the book and I guess the producer of the movie 
um, what he was saying. And he said, anybody who wants to debate him about the contents of this book and or movie, he is making himself available to do just that because everything that's in this book and or movie is 100% factual. So why don't they just watch it and debate him? Because they just want to come after somebody. They always want, they they're making Kyrie the scapegoat Who's of they? everything. What are we, what are we talking about? We're Who's talking they? about the NBA. We're talking about the people who just want controversy from the NBA mm. and from sports. Every there's no bigger athlete right now that anytime he ever puts anything out, he's always criticized for it. It's like anything that he ever puts out, and it's weird because Kyrie always puts information like this out. And he put and he said in his presser, he was like, that I put out seven different tweets that day. Mm. And it's crazy because that's the only one that got traction. Mm. Interesting. Do y'all follow Kyrie Irving at all? Anybody on here? I no. do on Instagram. You do on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really follow him. I just know his his name keeps coming up yeah. in different things. And I'm like, should I be following him just to see what the heck is going on? Because it just seems like everything that he does. So my understanding is he didn't want to get the vaccine right nope and then they basically told him he couldn't play home games like he could play the away games but he couldn't play home games so at first it was he couldn't play at all because it was the state of new york and he was like okay well i'm not going to get the vaccine and that's not going to happen so in so and then the governor of new york was like yeah we're not going to cave in for one person at all we're not going to cave in and then eventually he was like okay he can be allowed to play away games, but not home. So everybody caved in besides Kyrie. And then I was looking, um, don't you have a video for me? Because I I think there's a continuation to that story of the people who actually did get um, the vaccine um, in New York. There's a follow-up to that. Can I see that video, please? New York City employees who were fired for not getting vaccinated against COVID-19 should get their jobs back and receive back pay. That ruling tonight from a judge on Staten Island. President Biden was asked about it as he received his updated booster shot today, a vaccine targeting the newer variants. Eyewitness News reporter Dala Miles has reaction to this ruling. They were to be immediately reinstated and uh, given back pay. Just how much money and back pay is still being calculated, but a group of sanitation workers who were fired for not complying with the city COVID vaccine mandate can now exhale. And after he announced, you know, the order um, and his decision, there was claps, cries, tears. There were claps. All right. So do they owe him some money? Definitely. For sure. But he was only getting paid half a season. He, would, he wouldn't get paid for his home games. He would only get paid for the away games. So do they owe him money for the home games now? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, Everybody came down on this dude. Everybody made it seem like he had the plague, really. And he didn't cave to the pressure. And I think that this is just a continuation of that type of lynch mentality where you said something or you did something we don't like, and so we're going to make an example out of you. That's my opinion. I don't know how anybody else feels. Mm -hmm. But it just seems like they're making an example out of him because he has gone against the grain. And then I'm reading this article and it says, hold on real quick, let me pull it up. It says, Kyrie Irving said Saturday he embraced all religions, defiantly defending his right to post whatever he believes after the owner of the Brooklyn Nets said he was disappointed that Irving appeared to back an anti-Semitic film. 
Now, I'm confused by that um, because why does it his response have to be defiant? Like, why did they use that terminology? Because they did, he didn't do what they wanted him to. I guess I, I'm assuming they didn't do. I guess they probably had gave him some type of script or gave him some type of push that it, when he's in the public eye, he's going to apologize for anything that he's done and kind of act as if he regrets it. And, you know, I guess to get on everybody's good graces, but Kyrie Irving did the opposite. He was just like, I'm going to tell you why I did what I did and I'm not sorry about it. And it is what it is. And I'm guessing they just wanted him to apologize and own up to it and make it seem like, oh, I was wrong or I regretted it. Like, it's not history because it is. Melissa, I saw you shaking your head. Thoughts? Yeah, you said, why did they say defiant? I think he wasn't compliant, so they said that he was defiant. Mm-hmm. I mean, he yeah. didn't comply with what they wanted, so they decided to put a negative connotation on it. Simple. But defending yourself, is that defiance? No, it's not. It's what... A lot of these celebrities who are put in situations, whether they should be in them or should not be in them, like they all are trying to defend themselves because that's what you have to do when you're like popular in a social media aspect. You have to defend yourself. So he was doing what literally every single person does. And it's the it's crazy how the same people who are attacking him for this one thing are the same people who will not say anything when people that they know or people in their mm. social circles say the same exact things, but because he's a celebrity, yes, he has a bigger platform. So some of the things that he is are say is some of the things that he will say will have more will reach more people. But like in your social circle, you should be doing the same thing if you're gonna try and come for this person who you don't even know. Jalen, should he just shut up and drip? Absolutely not, because a lot of these people just think that just because he's the athlete, he's just going to just go, just do everything that they deem an athlete should do. Mm-hmm. And the moment that he started going off the grain, there was a whole backlash and twist. They were like, oh, is Kyrie Irving, w- would you want Kyrie Irving on your team? Would you want to have him only be halfway there? Would you want him to not be vaccinated? Would you want him to have all these statements about everything? And now every single time he can have a game where he scores 40 and then the next uh, they'll go on TV the next day and be like, you know what? Well, what did he say about the anti-Semitic stuff? Mm. So it, it, it's a, it, it comes to a point where they're not even, they don't care about what he's doing on the court anymore. They're just like, you know what? He's in the, he's in the media doing Kyrie stuff. Sam, should he shut up and dribble? No, because I think a lot of players do it. A lot do of players what? sometimes Sometimes just shut up and dribble and oh. don't um, speak out on their values. They just shut up and dribble mm-hmm. unless the NBA tells them not to. Mm. You won't so, we got, so are you saying that, that we have too many puppets? Yes. I'm scared. <laughs> what are they scared of, Keela? Shoot. Not playing? Some. Backlash, money, money all deduction, that. all that stuff. If you have a social media platform, I just don't, like, it's just crazy. Use it for good. Put out information for other people to be knowledgeable for things. And the worst part about it is, if the information doesn't pertain to you, why are why you worrying about yeah. it? Yeah, that's crazy. Why, are, why, why would someone who the information is not directed to be so upset about somebody sharing it? Some, there's got to be some type of truth to it. Hmm. Hmm. Dylan, that was that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I that feel part. that part for real. <laughs> because I'm, I, you know, I, I tend to think that throughout the process of education, public education in, in this country, there are a lot of things that we are told. And basically, they just want us to absorb it as it's the truth. But as we get older or we go home and our parents tell us other things, at what point do we become responsible for the information um, that we're ingesting and to look into it? So do you think that, because I'm going to tell you, for me, I'm going to go download the movie and I'm going to watch it because I want to see what it is that got everybody all up in in we're arms. Done. Yeah. Jada? You about to say something. Well, know. yeah, because I was just thinking back to Jalen's comment about how there has to be some truth in it for people to have this type of reaction. People aren't as ignorant as they play to be. So mm-hmm. if they if they take this as an issue, you have to you have to have some type of level of understanding of what this means and to to be so offended. Because if I didn't know what that meant, like I'm sitting here, I'm just like, um, okay. What does it mean? It says Hebrews from Hebrews to Negroes wake up Black America. Mm-hmm. How was that? I hate other people. Like right. how like what in that that title suggests that this is somehow um negative towards anybody. Melissa? Anything to do with black people, someone's going to find something negative to say about it. And I feel like I haven't like I don't know anything about what people are saying um combating what Kyrie did. But I feel like people would try and say, well, it isn't about black people or saying that we're trying to bring the focus away from something else and make it about us. When in reality, it's the reverse. Whenever we try and bring up an issue, someone always has to take it back to their group and their problem. And I don't think, again, I haven't seen the documentary, so I don't know, but I don't think, even by the title, I don't think that's what this is. I think it's educational and all we ever try to do is educate people. We never try and take the focus away from someone else, it's just like we're here too, and we matter too. Yeah, I mean, I think that if you go to Twitter, um, and I'm not going to read all of these because I think that is pretty interesting. Um, that some of the conclusions that people are coming to, um, including saying he's elevating hatred of one group, or he's saying some truly scary and dangerous things like. I'm only going to get stronger because I'm not alone. And I'm assuming he's saying alone in the way that he thinks and processes information. I have a whole army around me. And I think that's what frightens people is that people are waking up and they're no longer agreeing to this facade of history that we've been told. They're Mm -hmm. looking into it. Like he said, he just searched something, uh, Yahweh, Mm -hmm. and this documentary came up. Yahweh is God, right? Mm -hmm. And so if he typed in Yahweh and this documentary came up, my assumption, um, if I were the one looking at it, it it was something biblical or God-related, right? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think it had something about hating other people. Um, And so I'm very, very concerned with this um, mindset that tells Black men you can't post what you want because we don't want you to, but go out there and make us some money. Like I have a problem with this y'all. It's crazy because you, they'll do that for the black people, but then 
they have a white athlete, they'll pull up tweets from 2013 and then they'll have the N-word in their tweets and then they'll just be like, you know what? They've grown. They've, they've grown. They were just, just kids at the time. They were just, they were 16. They just didn't yeah. know. So I'm just like. When it comes to any type of freedom of speech, when it, in regards to black people, it's always seemed like dangerous or radical. When we can have white people start riots over football games but when we have a peaceful black lives matter protest where's the ones getting shot at or where are yeah. the ones being unpeaceful and violent and it's just kind of crazy to me and i'm i would like to say that i'm surprised but i'm really not so what do you think our responsibility as a community when we see these things happening right and we see an onslaught of negativity being aimed at someone from our community how should we respond have to send positive we have to send positivity right have to surround him with love in what and support. way talk to me melissa sam what can we do as part of his community what can we do to support him and to balance out or counterbalance this negativity that's being thrown at him for him wanting to share information uh, you have to educate people like if people aren't educated about the documentary you have to ed- educate yourself and then educate other people because if they don't know what actually the documentary is about they can't really have an opinion Hmm. i agree yeah melissa letting him know that people like i said before people are gonna say something about every single thing that you do especially as a celebrity and someone who is very popular in the media so it's letting him know that like it's okay to speak your mind if you have if you're coming from the right place and we know that he is because he said he's trying to educate people so like we know he's coming from the right place so letting him know that there are people who are supporting you as as you're doing the right thing and that you're always going to have people who are hating you you're always going to have people that are saying something about you so does this make you guys not want to be as vocal or does it embolden you to be vocal? If anything, it emboldens me to be vocal because I don't like the fear of the response I'm going to get for people to hold me back. I feel like regardless, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And you can either take it as a learning moment or you can choose to close your ears and continue to be ignorant and bash it all you want. But if I'm speaking on facts, I I feel like I'm trying to put this into words. Come back to me real quick. Okay, Jalen, can you ask the question again? I don't remember it. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was it, like, does it? Oh, what? <laughs> I would love to say that I remember the exact question because I'm I'm listening intently. Yeah, I was, um, and I forgot I what was it was. It was but. A, it was the do you does this make you want to sh- basically oh. Hold oh, shut back down be yeah do you want to be more vocal or do you want to be quiet i feel like you have to be more vocal just because if you see something like this and it turns you off then that means that you really weren't passionate about what you were speaking about mm. because i feel like if you were really passionate about what you wanted to speak about nobody could be able to shut you up about it i would agree i would agree and what I would want for probably next week, I would like if you guys want to see this documentary and us talk about it, talk about some points in it, um, dissect it together. Exactly. I would be open to that and I would pay for it for everybody to download it where they are um, so that we can 
educate ourselves so that we can have a more um, well-rounded discussion. Um, I don't know how awake we're going to be after three days up in um, Grizzly Creek Ranch, <laughs> um, but I will do my best to be uh, on it because I think that we have a responsibility that when folks are coming out against stuff this this hard, we got to figure out what they're talking about and have a, a honest conversation about it. Are you trying to say something? Because you keep moving. What you oh, I'm, I'm just a moving person, but I was just waiting for when you were finished. Oh, I'm done. Oh, um, just kind of circling back to my original thought, it was just that this makes me want to be more vocal because it shows me that there are some people out here out there who are uneducated. And I kind of want to use my voice to be that educator, whether people have something to say about it or not. I feel like the people with the negative energy, they can stay negative over there. But the people who actually can pull something from it can be like, wow, I never knew that. I want to learn more about it. And even if I affected five out of 100, the fact that I affected five mm -hmm. would mean a lot to me. Okay. That's dope. You sound like your mama, though. I just want to let you know that um, I'm, I'm just going to put that out there because I think that um, it's incumbent upon us to educate folks when we can. But we can't educate them if we don't know what we're talking about. So right, we're going right. to come back. We're going to um, get to the documentary. And just uh, to give a synopsis it. of it, it says find out what Islam, Ju Ju Judaism, uh -huh. Judaism <laughs> and Christianity has covered up for centuries in regards to the true biblical identity of the so-called negro in this movie packed with tons of research oh research okay Actual. well that's, i mean that's a synopsis right now well i mean can't argue with that i guess uh, <laughs> i don't know interesting okay well we we will be back uh with that and i don't know if it's next week we're gonna aim for next week but if we too tired um <laughs> we'll do it the week after um, but we definitely want to have that conversation, but we want to have it in context where we know what we're talking about. OK, mm -hmm. um, but hard transition because uh, Election Day is next Tuesday. 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 Y'all got your ballots. You ready? Listen, no. It's on my table. It's on your table. I'm going to fill it out. Oh, by. Yeah. Uh -oh. ooh, she said tomorrow. I'm about to fill it out by. Uh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. Tomorrow. <laughs> and I think, um, you know, I think that's good because mine is. Off, also on my table it's mm -hmm. also on my table um i've been thinking i've been seeing it every time i sit down to eat um <laughs> i have not stopped long enough to open it up right um but as i told you guys before i'm a down ballot voter um that means that uh i'm very selective of who earns my vote um and yes uh and i want to know what they're doing for our community if they have not shown me anything they're doing for my community they ain't on my vote and we're gonna keep it popping um but there are some propositions on the ballot this year that <laughs> one of them is in of particular interest to this guy sitting next to me yes sir um and he's uh he's telling me he's gonna vote yes right yep and i'm voting no nah, man. So this one has to do with, and let me pull it up because I want to make sure that I'm saying it right. He got his paper out. Oh, yes, he got his paper out. You see him? <laughs> some he's already been talking about this. He's been boats. talking about it? Yeah, he's been talking about it for okay. weeks. All right. Weeks. And so, Jalen, what is the, which one is it? Is it 27? Okay, let me pull it up real quick. I will read it. Okay. This is, if it goes, let me hear it. All right. Prop 27 would allow licensed tribes and gaming companies to offer mobile and online sports betting for adults 21 and older outside Native American tribal lands. Gaming companies such as FanDuel and DraftKings could only offer sports betting if they made a deal with a tribe. Um, I'm going to stop there. If y'all want to read more about it, 
you can. Um, so those the arguments that are for um, this proposition said it would create a permanent source of funding to reduce homelessness. Listen to the listen to the words right. Reduce front homelessness and will allow every tribe to benefit, including tribes that decide not to offer sports betting. It would protect against underage gambling with fines for violators and would prohibit betting on youth sporting events. Arguments against says Prop 27 would turn every cell phone and computer into a gambling device. They say it would escalate the risks of underage and problem gambling. They also said it would drive business away from tribal casinos and threaten tribal sovereignty because tribes would have to give up some of their rights in order to offer sports betting. And they argue that most of the money would go to companies in other states. What say you, Jalen? Change my mind. Go. So look. See, I don't even know what they're talking about with the with the with the Indian tribe. They'll they'll lose <laughs> money because they don't even offer it. Bruh. They don't offer sports betting in California at all. So if you want to go sports bet, you have to drive to Reno. To go out of state. You have to go out of state already. So that argument's already. Because I mean, if you somebody well, wants to bet, maybe that's what Prop Twenty Six does. So let me go to Prop Twenty Six. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. maybe Hold on. <laughs> so let me go up to Prop Twenty Six because Jalen is saying he has to go to Reno to sports bet. Um. Okay. So let me go to Twenty Six. Oh yep. So Twenty Six is legalize would only legalize sports betting in person at tribal casinos and designated horse tracks. <laughs> so wait okay so tribal casinos in the state's four race horse tracks to offer in-person sports betting at racetracks sports betting could only be offered to people 21 or older age restrictions on sports betting at cas tribal casinos would need to be negotiated by california's governor with each tribe and written into each tribe's compact with the state mm. So supporters argue it will increase tribal self-sufficiency by bringing more businesses to tribal casinos. And then against it, opponents argue that new gaming law enforcement mechanism will be used by tribal casinos to sue competing card rooms and drive card rooms out of business. Mm. So you said what now? Because um, it still hasn't, you haven't changed my mind. So, go. look, we got to go to Reno. So if it, that's somebody, only two hours away, you'll be all right. But if somebody gonna want to gamble, they gonna gamble. So I don't understand the the argument against turning every phone into a gambling device. Because if somebody gonna want to gamble, nothing's gonna stop them from gambling. You got casinos here. They ain't gonna go to Reno. If they gonna drive to Reno, man, they got it bad. But <laughs> <laughs> look, being you in the same place. But look, there's it. It's easier than winning the lottery, man. Everybody can make money. Everybody ain't nobody got time for that. Tell me, I, do. I, got, I don't have time for that. I got time for money. Um, I mean, no, it's not about money. Uh, has Jalen convinced y'all to See, look? I, so if, look. if you were voting age, would you vote yes on this corporate on game? You know, and I'm gonna tell you my opinion in a minute, but has Jalen convinced y'all y'all need some more? I don't think my opinion should be valued here. I don't believe in gambling. So. How do you not believe in gambling? I don't know. <laughs> what part Wait, of gambling what you don't believe in? Though? They were saying that like they're trying to get tables. Or what was it? What the table? So, so 27. I mean, uh -huh. 26 is there, they would actually bring sports betting to California. In, in person. In person. And it would stop tabling 
from well um, my understanding is they're saying that it would drive business away from card rooms those yeah. are uh, other places where people gamble right so they're saying that if you open this up on tribal lands that it would kind of shut down existing card rooms that are not on tribal lands is yeah. my understanding but i don't know because i don't bet either but i i have a problem with this proposition because they said that the indian tribes would benefit what about the people when you're when because you, you and i have talked about this, yeah right and i don't like those those pools that you're betting on a particular individual and that individual doesn't get a cut because to me you're making money off the backs of black people and that then makes them slave to the system. And I don't like that. Look, so it's a no for me. But look, this is how I look at it. <laughs> okay. He making money. I'm making money. He's not making money off the money you betting on him. He making more money than me. But you need to give him a cut of that. Hey, if he make me money, I'll give him a cut. Melissa, do you? Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. Bruh. Okay. Jenny. We going to give him a cut. Okay. I want to I want a list of everybody you betting on so I could tell them to come look for you for their cuts they when you're done. One, they get their 1%. The 1%. 1%. Melissa, has Jalen convinced you or what you what you thinking? Um, I'm going to need more information on both parts because I feel like there's pros, like you said, there's pros and cons to both. To everything. To um, You were talking a lot about the money, Jalen. I don't know. I just feel yeah. like I feel, is there, are there any other pros that are not related to money? Like Miss Lorene said, that are going to like benefit the individuals? Because I yeah. feel like a lot of the problems that we talk about are related to like people wanting money. So I feel like this isn't really beneficial. So are there any other pros not related to money? Before you answer, you. I'm going to kick it to Sam because Sam is like our Who resident, our resident sports guy. Yeah, sports guy. Sam, or, or, do you, has Jalen convinced you on this uh, online gaming type thing, <laughs> sports betting? Would, would you... I, 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 I'm well versed with sports gambling. I don't do okay, it myself, but I know what it is and I know how it works. I think that it's there's no necessary problem with it unless it gets addictive, and that's where all gambling just stops for me once you start getting addicted and you just keep going. Because people get a big hit and then they want to do some more instead of pulling out, so they so they like they keep going, keep going, and lose tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, plus mm. big bets for no reason. That's where it stops for gambling. But for me, sports gambling isn't that bad, and I don't think it's as bad as like slots or something. The slots. Mm. Slots is like it's purposely like like it's purposely made for the casinos to make it addictive, like for you to keep coming back. Cause I think it's kind of it's kind of rigged to a certain extent. At least early slots used to be rigged where you wouldn't win any money. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's my teammate right there. So good assist <laughs> on that <laughs> because I definitely needed that. See, you just gave me more ammo. So look. It's still a no for me. I, no, I understand it. But <laughs> so back to your question. So you said. So my thing is, there's <laughs> sports gambling itself is already growing think, to be yeah. one of the biggest revenue generators for the, the, the U.S. And we don't have that in California. So we have to already drive to different states. So if we're already having people drive to different states, it's crazy. You got to save them time. 
But that the, huh. why do we Ooh. need to save them time? Huh? Because look, you want to do it that bad? Because Go. look though, gamble, gamblers gonna gamble regardless. Period. Though they gonna either find a slot, they gonna find a card game, they gonna gamble with friends. Mm-hmm. They gamble with Monopoly money. Gamblers gonna gamble. Well, no, no, and I don't think the the question has to do with whether people are gonna gamble to gamble. I don't, okay. I don't think that's the question. My thing is, so anytime you see a proposition or a bill come before the legislature, they're trying to put a framework or regulations into place, right? And so, again, I sat on the dais when this was coming through Assembly Governmental Organization. I feel the same way now that I felt then. If we're going to, like, do those pools where we're betting on specific athletes, I understand game betting on we games. We can do that now, though. Right. But we can't bet on games. So that's what right. they're trying to bring in. And I had a problem with them betting on individuals. Oh, yeah. Which um, is already illegal. I understand. Yeah. I understand. But I was I, what I'm saying is I was at the dais at that point when mm-hmm. that was the conversation. And I had a problem with that. Um, expanding gaming in this way. Again, you're right. There are going to be people who enter into these um, these frameworks. Right. And it's about doing something that works for everybody. But my sentiment still remains the same. If we're going to spend money on individuals, those individuals need to receive a cut. I understand if you're betting on games, that's a whole nother thing because it's a whole team effort, right? Yeah. And you're not selecting a specific person to, and I forget what those pools or what is, what is that called? Oh, the fantasy sports. Fantasy sports. Yeah. That's, that, that was more so my issue. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't want to expand gambling. Um, so you would, but so you would rather keep it as just fantasy and not no I don't teams? want none of it but that's just me okay. I think I'm confused on the the tabling thing and on the phone like are you going to travel to these places in person <laughs> no no so or is it on a phone like you said no, yeah, yeah so yeah. basically how it is now if somebody wanted to go place a, spe- a bet to bet on a team to win a championship let's just say mm-hmm. they would have to go to Reno and go into any of the Reno uh casinos and put physically put down a bet okay so what this prop is going to do is make every pretty much make every phone a reno casino Mm, so you can just bet from your phone Mm. but see that's Um, crazy because technology can do all that they already have in all the other states really well and this is what i don't understand and i'm with you i understand the logic where you were going if it's available on the phone now what you got to go to reno for i mean that's to to tap into a reno casino why can't you just do that now? Because it's not legal in California. But you could do it illegally, though. You could do. Yeah, I'm sure do they it do it already. Yeah, you but, can do it okay. illegally. They just this is this is why they try to put in frameworks, right? Right. So that they can basically tell you how the money is going to be divided that comes in. That's what is. That's what it all boils down to. Okay, who's going to get a cut of what? Mm. I think that when we do this type of things. The things that we are betting on should receive a cut. That's just me. That's just how I feel. I understand that's not that. A bad argument, that's, though. Huh? That's not a bad argument. It's, it can't be. <laughs> because you're betting on people who are doing the work. And if we're going to talk about, okay, this person deserves a cut and this person, why not the people that you're betting on? Why wouldn't, say, those school programs or those professional programs receive a cut of whatever is generated? Maybe it's just me. I don't nah, know. Me, Maybe hey. I'm tripping. Now you, that, no, that makes sense though. That when you were saying earlier, if he's convinced us, I think that was kind of my thing. I just didn't know how to say it. That okay. Sense. Well, 
Go ahead, Sam. I see you. Uh, I wanted to differentiate fantasy sports from um sports gambling because mm-hmm. because me and my dad we he has a fantasy league that I kind of take part in and mm-hmm. it's not for any money. It's just fun with his coworkers. So fantasy is fantasy betting and is more of like a friend to friend interaction where they do it privately and it's not through websites like ESPN. Sometimes it can be I was about to say I've seen that. But most of the time it's friends bet, putting in a pot of money to see who wins the fantasy league and then they and then they give out the money to the winner. Okay. And so that's the difference between a fantasy league. So the other online gambling or betting or sports betting that is corporation to person or yeah yeah corporation to person rather than person to person understood um and i've seen you know and i've been to a a few casinos in my time um alive um and i've seen fantasy leagues on the big screens in some vegas at least that's what i thought i was looking at probably um fantasy leagues on the big screens in vegas um i also see you know um the the team versus team betting also on the big screens in Mm -hmm. vegas and all I'm saying is when we are divvying up who gets what cut of what, those people that are actually doing the work, those programs need to get cuts of those monies because we are we tend to enrich only certain people, right, while other people are doing the labor. And we have to understand that that's what's going on, just like when they regulated marijuana use. Now, you got all these black folks locked up because they use marijuana. But now we've turned it into a big business and only like 1% of those licenses uh, to open and operate legal marijuana shops belong to black folks. But we got a whole bunch of people in jail. That's not equity. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so we have to be clear that anytime we start seeing these bills, these propositions, these are frameworks of how things are going to be spent. Who's going to get what? And if it ain't no people who are doing the work, I got a problem with it. I do. And so Jalen's a a yes. I'm a no on that one. There's also a prop for arts and music funding. It looks like pre-K to 12. Um, And and just so everybody knows, we are looking at the NAACP um, proposition list. Um, For the record, I don't always um, agree with everything that uh, these ballot people have on here. Um, My sister told me she agrees with this. Um, I'd have to read more, and that's probably why my ballot has not uh, been filled out just yet. I have to read more because I'm very concerned whenever we um, go outside of the legislative process where um, our voices aren't able to be heard and we have people circumventing that process with signatures, we have to look and be really, really diligent before we vote on things. And yes, they try to simplify it so that we can easily digest the information, but we have to make sure that the information we're digesting is actually accurate. And that's for all of y'all that are going to be voting in the coming years. Um, Jada will vote for the first time next year. Uh, Y'all are voting now. Melissa is pre-registered to vote, right? No, that was Anaya or was that Melissa? I think that was Anaya. Okay. So as you become of age to actually vote, 
you have to look at things and really do your own research and don't just listen to people because they put together a nice little list and made it easy for you. Make sure you're understanding what you're saying yes and no to. That's super important. Um, there are some local candidates running. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody on your ballot that you'll see. There's some people that you have met. Um, you haven't met everybody, mm-hmm. right? No, and no. so you have to do your due diligence uh, to make sure that you can actually co-sign what it is they putting out, right? Uh, y'all met a couple of candidates. We've mm-hmm. been meeting candidates since April. Uh, make your make your decisions um, and vote accordingly. Um, Prop 28 is art and music funding for PK. Let me um, pull that up real quick. That is Proposition 28. And uh, let's see. This one says... This measure will require the state to allocate at least 1% of Prop 98 funding uh, money guaranteed for public schools and community colleges in the state budget for music and arts education. That's estimated to be $1 billion annually set aside. Schools in high, with high proportions of students from low-income households would get more funding. Mm-hmm. School districts will be required to spend 80% of new funding on hiring arts and music instructors, and they will have to publish annual reports on how they spent the money. What y'all say? Because <laughs> I know what I say. <laughs> I hope that they stick to what they're talking about. Um, it sounds nice. Mm-hmm. I look forward to some action being taken. I need more. And there's no official opposition file. I need to I need to I need to read a fine print. <laughs> well, you know, um if you've ever been to a local control funding formula meeting, you ever sat on a school site council, you ever looked at an LCAP, um there's money now that hasn't been spent on the lowest performing students. As a matter of fact, black students are at the bottom of every category except discipline. And anytime you try to put money towards that specific cause, you got a whole lot of people whining about, well, we can't just do anything specifically for black students. And so this money is supposed to go towards music and art that they've kind of taken out of schools. That there's been a, a long campaign to remove those things. Those are like the first things on the chopping block. I don't know why. Facts. So, Facts. if they already have a teacher shortage, oh, yeah. and they already have a problem keeping students in there, who's 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 going to vet the music teachers? Are they going to teach the specific type of music that kids are listening to now, or are we going to have kazoo's? What are we doing? Like, trumpets. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Trumpets and recorders. Um, and who's making the decisions on how that's being spent? All of it sounds good. You're talking about $1 billion set aside. They always tend to put that money in other places. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if voting yes, based on the history of what they've done with the money in the past, is actually advantageous, regardless of if there's no opposition filed. Um, Because who is the checks and balances in this situation? Mm-hmm. Who's going to look at the monies? Melissa, what you think? Like, hmm. They shouldn't have taken art and music out of schools in the first place. I don't feel like that was fair. And I feel like especially when um, it comes to Black students and 
not seeing representation being taught at all for us. They mm-hmm. tell us, especially black boys, that the only thing you could be is a rapper. And then they start taking out the outlets that either we're they're telling us we have to be or the outlets that some of us find find joy in. Like I love art. I am an artist, but I don't have those outlets at my school. So mm-hmm. I feel like it isn't they shouldn't have taken it out of the first place. And the mm-hmm. fact that they took it out and then are trying to integrate it back and they're trying to integrate it back. And we know that based on the history of things in schools, it isn't going to work. Right. I feel like we need more. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm, I'm going to just read y'all this real quick, what it says about this proposition. It says, Butner, or I guess that's how you say his name, who donated more than $4 million to the campaign and other supporters also say that arts and music instruction could help address the mental health crisis facing California's youth as they recover from the pandemic. Along with Butner, supporters like Sylvester Stallone and other Hollywood stars, Red Flag, uh, and musicians, well, I do like Anderson Pack, such as Anderson Pack and Barbara yeah. Streisand, uh, Prop 28 also has strong support from teachers' unions, problem with them, uh, as the arts funding is expected to generate jobs for educators, but you have a teacher shortage now. Um, and I love me some Anderson Pack. He is one of my favorite musicians. However, I do not take political advice from musicians. Um, I think that we should be more sophisticated than that. I think that we have to look at the history of what they've done with things that people have voted on in the past and who is going to make sure this funding gets to where it's needed most. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. Did they have music in schools? Like, I played the violin for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the little, is it called a kazoo? Or gaz- the recorder. You know, yes. The recorder, yes. I had that. I had me a triangle, you know. Triangle? <laughs> yeah, cute. yeah, yeah. But that was, you know, when you're when you're in preschool and in kindergarten, school, yeah. they just want to see, you know, they give you the little, chi- you know, the little things that they shake, the and you just make noise, mm-hmm. right? Oh, the temp. Tambourine, tambourine. I love, I love the it's a, tam- it's a tambourine, not a tangerine. Tangerine. This guy. <laughs> but you know, Maracas. for some reason, after a certain point, they started pulling these things because it's easy to cut funding in those areas because they bloated at the top. You know, those administrators that sit in the comfy offices in the district office, they get the high paying jobs and they can't retain teachers because they don't want to pay them. A, a livable salary right they can't retain people but right now we're dealing with a severe teacher shortage so you think this money is going to go towards music and uh, arts or do you think they're going to use it as bonuses to attract teachers in the core subjects a so, little bit of both mm. i don't think it's going to be both Only what do you think sam melissa what do y'all think is it going to go to where it's intended or you think they're going to put it someplace else? I think it's it's kind of like it just depends on their mood. Like, it's just like, on their mood. <laughs> do, do I want to give preschoolers music or do I want to have my teachers teach and have not, not have 50 kid classrooms where teachers mm-hmm. are overwhelmed? Mm, it's tough. Maybe we should just Split it, you know, you know, instead of, instead of actually taking it out of the budget to 
making and making it two separate propositions instead of sneakily spending it on the other but I feel like they're going to put it where it's not meant to go. And then when they see that the problem is growing bigger, people are like, what happened? Why is it this problem getting mm-hmm. solved the way that you would? They're going to be like, oh, we don't have enough money for that right now. Like, we don't have that. What happened to all the promises you made for us? Mm-hmm. Oh, I put it over here because or sometimes they just don't even know where it went. Just like, I don't know. Like, doesn't that seem like how it always works, though? That is. Yeah. Oh, we don't have enough money. for That's what why I'm not to very it? confident. Man. I'm just not very confident that this would go where it's intended to go. Yeah, because even in middle school and high school, that's all I did was music. If I didn't do that, I literally was taking an extra PE class. But my, my and then it said something in here. It said that at the end they would have to use a re- write a report to say how they spent that money. So I don't know. I don't remember hearing the words required anywhere. Let me go back up. I don't think. Uh, let's see. Control F it. <laughs> oh, it did. It said, no, no. It says school districts will be required to spend 80% of the new funding on hiring like, arts and it. music instructors. 80%. Where the 20% going? Where is that at? But my thing is, why can't we regulate where they spend the money? I don't even think conflict of interest. Like, if you see someone pushing it to one side, why are you trying to take back? And as you said, regulate, Mr. Wanna said regulation and accountability is the only way to ensure the funding is properly used. Like, but they, I want a hundred percent. Why eighty? But why what they gonna do with the other twenty? Why can't somebody hold them to what their word is? Like what's what's stopping that? What do you mean? Like why can't if they say that eighty percent whatever the money was gonna go somewhere, why are they able to not spend it at that? Well, I mean, they have it has to get voted on first and then we have to give them time to put it into practice. But, you know, it just brings me to the one teacher at that one elementary school we were at. She was uh, almost damn 80 and had a class full of third and fourth graders and nobody was doing art, but she was getting paid. Yeah, no. N- nobody. She she had no classroom management like there was no, you know, and the kids are running amok. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the plan, like I want a comprehensive art program. Definitely. I don't want you just go hire somebody off the street and tell them to come in here and let these kids color some sheets. We could do that. I could do that. At home. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I want to see more of a plan. I want to know where the 20% is going. I want I got questions. And these are the things and the type of discussions that we need to have because I had to go back and read it. Like, wait, did it say required? Right. Only 80% is required. And if that's a billion dollars, that's you talking about 20% of that is going where? Right. What is that, like 200 million? dollars. Is that 200 million? That's 200 million. 200 million. Where that's going? Either way, are we in debt? 200. Oh, don't <laughs> even give me. Don't even give me started <laughs> with that. You know what I'm saying? This girl. See, she just started mess. Man, don't give me started with that. <laughs> anyway, y'all, we have run out of time for today. Thank y'all for joining. Oh, Lord. Here oh, yeah. we go. Yeah. We're going to have to spooky wave. Tevin. Oh, nice and slow. Thank you, Tevin. Spooky wave. So we're gonna hit y'all with the wave. I feel like I'm competing with the music now. <laughs> Tevin, turn it down. We're gonna hit y'all with the wave. We'll see y'all next week, right here, 4 30 on Facebook and YouTube. They make it spooky. Uh, well. Go Tam. Go Sam. Melissa. Yeah. What? Why does Michael Miles always... Peace out, y'all. We'll see y'all later.